Hey friends, welcome to Real Parents, Real Teens, Real Life podcast, a show for parents and teens that are trying to navigate real life. It's not easy and sometimes a bit messy, but life can be so beautiful. Let's laugh, let's cry, and let's figure out this crazy, beautiful life. I am your host, Danelle Wasden. I spend my days hanging out with my kids, husband, and the coolest high schoolers around. I'm going to start something new. This is episode 42. And what I'm going to do is every other episode at this point, I am going to read a chapter in the book that I wrote a couple years ago. Um, Cause I feel like it ties in a lot with what I talk about on the podcast, like worth and belief and all of that kind of stuff. So I've decided um, I do have, you can sign up to get my free ebook. It's got gorgeous picture. I have an author, um, not an author. I had an artist from Germany um, do, do my pictures and she was absolutely incredible and brought my stories to life. So, um, so every other week now you're going to be hearing a chapter from my book. It's called um, Enough Stories of God's Creation and Love. So if you're into that kind of stuff, keep listening. If not, just skip to next week's to 43. So, but 42 is going to be... Um, my, the first chapter of my book. And so this is it today. So it's called, this chapter is called light and darkness. Um, and then the, like the theme of it, the theme of this chapter is hope. Okay. Um, and so with my book, it's a book of short stories and with each chapter, I have, um, a scripture. So I'm just going to read you that scripture. Um, and like I said, if this is not for you, just skip this episode and we'll see you next week. But so the scripture that goes with this chapter is Genesis 1, 4 through 5. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the picture that goes along with this story. If you're just listen, listening on um, the podcast, just keep listening. So the sun was high and the day was hot as my dad, brother, and cousins loaded the not-so-trained horses up with all our camping gear. Butterflies darted around in my stomach as the sleeping bags flew off the Mustangs back for the seventh time. I tried distancing myself by drawing pictures in the, in the dry dirt. My dad would cuss and yell as they gathered the sleeping bags and tried to put them back on the Mustang. By the time all the horses were loaded with our camping gear, I'd pretty much decided that I didn't want to go on the sheep trail our family camping trip through the mountains where we trailed our sheep without any access to vehicles. My nerves were shot because of the rodeo that was happening all around me. My dad hollered, mount up. I hated to disappoint him. There was something inside me that feared what he thought. I couldn't ex exactly explain it, but it had always been there. I got on my horse, which was the gentlest horse we owned. And my sister sat behind me. We fought about who was going to drive, but I was older. So I got to be first. I pulled our gentle giant as far away from the pack horses as possible because I didn't want to be anywhere near them when the camping gear went flying again. As soon as everyone mounted, we headed out. My dad led, of course. We rode up the dirt trail and everything seemed to be going smoothly. The sun was lowering in the sky a bit, so it wasn't as hot as when we were loading the Mustangs. My nerves had settled somewhat. I was enjoying the ride and singing with my sister. We had just headed into a small grove of trees when a branch caught one of the pack horses in the side. This caused quite a stir. It ran and jumped and bucked and bucked and bucked until the pack was completely off. My heart was racing again. I was sure my horse was going to buck me off and my sister off even though our horse had not bucked a day in its life. 
Hold still, sis, I whispered. Don't say a word. We sat frozen on our horse, tense as little field mice trapped by a cat. I watched my horse's ears to make sure they were not pinned back like it, it was my life on the line. I'd seen enough horses pin their ears back and then buck that I knew what I was looking for. When he would move his ears at all, I would gently rub his neck and whisper, good boy, good boy. Thirty minutes later, my dad had the pack horses ready to go again. We started back on the trail and were moving along again. The sun was even lower in the sky and the temperature was perfect. I relaxed a bit more. I was actually even enjoying myself. We continued through the mountains as if the day was never going to end. We enjoyed the sunflowers. We chatted about the joys of summer. We even made up a few songs. My brother led a pack horse. His horse was tired of the horse behind him and gave it a swift kick. This sent his pack horse bucking. The tents fell off. The food went flying. Nothing was left on the, back, on the horse's back. We paused again. By this time, the sun was just heading behind the mountain. My dad seemed more rushed this time as he repacked the horse. He kept an eye on the sun that soon began, became a sliver. We had just a pinch of light left as we headed out again. Are we almost there? Rachel asked. I think we're close. I didn't know the trail well. I was supposed to be brave and smart because I was older, but I didn't feel brave or smart. The darkness grew. The mountains of Star Valley, Wyoming did not radiate light like the streets of the big city. We would soon be in complete and utter blackness. We continued to ride. I could no longer see much except the butt of the horse in front of me. Rachel was crying behind me. I could feel the tears welling up in my own eyes. The darkness seemed to come right into my heart. The only hope I had for of us making it to our camp spot was the faith that I had in my father. He never let me down. He was smart. He'd ridden these mountains since he was a young boy. We rode in silence for what seemed like hours. I held on to the horn of the saddle. Rachel's arms were tightly wrapped around my waist. I was glad she was with me. She kept me warm. Without the sun beating down on us, it was teeth chattering cold. My body grew tired. I thought maybe we should just stop and camp where we were, but I remained silent. In the silence, I heard the sound of the stream. We were getting close. Once we crossed the stream, it was just a football field's distance away from where we camped. I was towards the end of the pack string and heard screaming from up ahead. It wasn't like scared screaming, but total anger screaming. My mom had just got bucked off into the water. I'm pretty sure my dad was in for it. She was fuming. It was all his fault because we left later than we should have. He didn't load the pack horses right. He probably didn't even breathe right at that moment. Rather than getting back on her horse, she walked the rest of the way. Even though there was tension in the air that was as thick as the darkness around me, I felt hope and excitement because I knew we were practically there. Climbing off the back of my horse, I felt a sense of relief. We were done riding in the dark. The solid ground under my feet spread peace throughout my whole body. I felt like the stars shined brighter now that we were off our horses. We unsaddled and, unload and unloaded the packs. I was in charge of starting a fire. This was one of my favorite jobs. Searching in the dark, I found the fire ring. I searched for wood along the hillside. Finding just enough, I started the fire. In just a few minutes, we had light. Not only did we have light, but we had warmth. I felt relief and hope. Our journey through the dark had ended. Our source of light and warmth was secure. After the fire was blazing and my body was hot, I rolled out my sleeping bag. I rarely set up a tent because I loved to sleep under the stars. This moment was no exception. I finally crawled into my bag. As I said my prayers that night, I was grateful for a safe journey. I was grateful for the hope that the sun would rise again in the morning. I was grateful for the safety of my family. I was grateful for the darkness that would make it easy for us to sleep. I realized that night that God separated darkness and light for our benefit. 
Because we are enough and worthy of God's love, he allows us to live in a world with light and darkness that brings peace, love, and hope. Okay, so that's the first chapter in my book. Um, if you would like to read the whole book, the there I you can get a copy of the free ebook in my show notes, and um, or if you want to go buy it, it's on Amazon. But um, I just want to tell you that there is light and there is darkness, and we have to have opposition, and um, it's good for us. Also, if you would like your team to work with me, um, jump on a free mini session with me and I would love to just see where we're at. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening today and we'll see you guys next week.